I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. If you're somewhere in Australia or New Zealand, very early in the morning, what are you doing up this early? Um, but uh, yeah, how are you doing, Mario? Do you know? Do you know what day it is? Do you know what date it is? Do you know what year it is? Do you know what time it is? Because I've lost all sense of all of the above in recent weeks. <laughs> no, it's it's difficult. <laughs> uh, fortunately, there are tournaments, so tomorrow quarterfinals, and so Friday. <laughs> Sometimes it's easy in this way. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to arrange the schedules for the Australian Open, and it's so confusing because I'm working on Central European time like yourself and and Damien and a few of our colleagues but then we of course we have to remember we've got people in GMT that's not too complicated but still it can cause issues when we say see you at one o'clock and you're wondering where the hell the other person is but then it gets more complex when you're starting to remember people in in Asia and then you're obviously looking at North America, but also not just North America. You've got East Coast, West Coast and elsewhere. You're also talking about a tournament in Australia. So I'm talking to somebody saying, OK, I think you, for, uh, we need you on on Tuesday. No, no, not Tuesday morning. It's Monday afternoon for you. <laughs> and we need you to accommodate on Tuesday yeah, afternoons, yeah. tennis, somewhere else. Anyway, even right now, e and this is it's going to get worse, by the way, Mario, when, when the Australian Open starts. Even now, already... Uh, we're starting. And I said to you today, how are you doing? I think I need to sleep. <laughs> yeah, Australia, to be honest, it's it's the most difficult for me. Because even, even in the United States, we watch tennis at night. But it's like that we keep watching tennis during the night. We have tennis since our afternoon. So it's more, it's easier to, to stay awake. <laughs> Uh, while in Australia we have to wait till the night and then we start watching tennis. Uh, yeah, so it's a bit difficult. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> All right, let's listen. Let's start with a couple of injuries. There was one that I, I had in the newsreel. Doesn't seem to be too serious. Uh, Marin Cilic will come to Emma Raducanu in a second where there's a bit more doubt and concern. Mm. But just quickly on this question here from Ghosty. It could be a money situation, Ghosty, but let's let's look at it from an, a sporting perspective. Perhaps he looks at this tournament in India, which is worth 250 ranking points, and he looks at the one in Adelaide and sees that's worth 250 ranking points and thinking, I will get more points <laughs> at the Indian version or more likely to get points than elsewhere. But he's obviously taken a precautionary decision to pull out. There may also be financial incentives as well, but um, that would be my uh, take on it. But I do think that it's going to be okay. But of course, listen, if every player could, they would all be in Australia and probably even in Melbourne uh, playing a particular tournament. But there is no tournament in Melbourne, so the next best option is somewhere else in Australia. But unlike Messrs, Nadal, Djokovic, Alcaraz, perhaps, uh, most other players on tour have to think about ranking points and where they can get them because they want to be seeded at other tournaments to give them yeah. a chance to progress their career. Anyway, that's Chilich done. I'm going to come to Emma Raducanu now, um, and I'm going to speak to you, Mario, because I got a, a WhatsApp from you earlier going, oh, no, um, that's so unlucky for Emma. And to be honest with you, I just thought that maybe she'd lost and it was a, a difficult defeat. But um, it's unfortunately in a way worse than that. Not only did she, does she go out of the tournament in Auckland, she's injured. Yeah, the fact is simple, uh, is that um, some people have criticised Emma Raducanu uh, during the last season 
um, she needs to uh, to have a, um, a more um, a more consistent uh, consistent technical uh, guide uh, coach etc it's all good and all fair but for the girl it's impossible to um, if she's a so unlucky with her uh, uh, with her physical issues, uh, um, she's not able to find consider to play consistent matches matches uh, week by week. Um, so I think that it's it's impossible in this way for her to to try to uh, to build some kind of form of confidence um, to to work be- even better uh, on herself and on her tennis uh, because the tennis is there. Uh, we've seen it uh, sometimes because in Cincinnati she played very well last year um, but even this week she played a very good match against uh, Linda Fruvito which is uh, who is a very very good uh, young player uh, so not an easy task to face her in the first match of the season then she was playing very good in the first set here um, so yeah, she's she's fallen down. She she's fallen down. She uh, she turned her ankle, uh, and she 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 left the court in tears. Uh, it's been very very sad to to watch. We don't know if she, uh, at least I I don't know um, uh, exactly if she she was in tears because she was uh, um, she was maybe scared and probably it's not something uh, too too serious but it was sad and i think it's concerning uh, to see her like that and it's it's undeniable that, she, that she's uh, she's very unlucky with her uh, with her physical problems issues and and so for her it's impossible in this way to to find uh, consistent consistency and to find some some tennis form in my opinion, because you, you need matches, as we say, uh, for every other player. And so it's easy to criticize her, but sometimes she uh, uh, she has uh, a lot of excuses because uh, she's not been able to, to play uh, consistently uh, in the last months. Uh, she was injured even in the last part of the, uh, of the last year. Um, after reaching a, a very um, making a very good result in Seoul, in Seoul, I remember like the semi-finals. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she was playing a great match against uh, I think Ostapenko, and then she she needed to retire. Um, she she is unlucky in this period. It's impossible for her to to try to find herself and her tennis in this way. Ghosty, uh, sometimes you ask me questions that I feel uh, confident about, such as with Marin Cilic and why he's in India and not Australia. Other times you do pose slightly trickier questions. And I have to say, I don't know Emu Raducanu's ancestry and history in the family regarding the strength of their ankles. Um, but thanks for your question, Ghosty. I hope you forgive me that I don't know uh, if there is a, a history of of weak ankles. But listen, uh, uh, she has complained about the the slippery courts there. Uh, I do hope that uh, the ankle is okay, and it just seems seems to be a, a you know one of those things that could happen to anyone. By the way, it does seem like on this occasion with the with the court condition, if that is to blame, 
then this is something that could happen to anyone. But we do know about other chronic issues that she has. But listen, Ghosty as well, I know with a lot of young sports people that they can have issues, growing pains, believe it or not, between the ages of 17 and 23, such as shin splints. Um, I know it's a common thing where you have this problem where where the muscle and the bone come apart because things are growing too quickly, etc. And and you're having to turn yourself, transform yourself into an adult and a and a superhuman sports person very quickly. And that can put an unnecessary strain on the body. But let's see if if it is something that she emerges from. But I do think this injury might not be necessarily down to to uh, weak ankles, if I'm honest. Um, and listen, there has been a bit of rain in Auckland, of course. It's not, it's a bit damper, for example, at this time of year than than Australia is, at least where the where most of the tournaments are being played. So fingers crossed, Emma's situation is isn't too bad and uh, she's okay with the Australian Open but with it just being 11 days away it's quite understand uh, understandable that she was so disappointed especially as she says here I've put a lot of physical work in the last few months yeah. and I've been feeling good and optimistic and it looks like it's a freak injury rather than anything else I guess it's all about whether there are um, basically if there's any ligament damage or not there may well not be and that may well be all good Let's go back to the tennis. We'll come to the United Cup in the sort of the second half of the show. Did you manage to watch any of Djokovic's win last night? Um, yeah, to be honest, um, Alice played uh, a very, very good match. Uh, and I think that um, it's been also an important test uh, for, for Djokovic to play some, some tight set, some close sets. Um, to be able to raise his level in tiebreaks, um, it's obviously a tournament uh, where uh, him, uh, as we we were saying for for Medvedev when he won against Sonego, um, you also need sometimes to face this kind of situations um, to go through some some issues and to overcome them. Um, he started um, quite flat. Um, but uh, I have to say that um, I think he played overall a good match, um, and so nothing to. Um, I think that it's it's still good what he did. Um, won two matches in straight sets, um, raising a little bit his tennis level, and now he has another uh, very good test because he has to face Shapovalov. With, who is clearly um, a more difficult test. Um, so, yeah, um, I think that it, for now he's in he's on the right path um, and nothing more. Okay. Uh, he was down in that, wasn't he? Was he down in the tiebreak, in the first set tiebreak? Uh, I saw somebody write somewhere that he was 5-2 down. I don't know if they meant in game. No, or in... Oh, he was 5-2 down in games, was he? The tiebreak won, won easily the first... Uh, oh, yeah, 7-3, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So he was 5-2... Was 4-0 up in the tiebreak, I remember. Um, so he had a, a good start. Um, yeah, uh, Djokovic, as, uh, as we read in the comments, said Halis played a very, very good match. And Novak said he is happy with his performance. Uh, and I trust him. Uh, yeah, Halis was 5 Five down, uh, five two up, uh, and Novak um, came back, bro broke back, and then yeah, mm, <laughs> here we are talking about another straight set win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Albeit uh, two 
tiebreakers, as we say, and the yeah, second one was, 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 was much yeah. closer. But OK, he was 5-2 down in games. OK, I wasn't aware of that. Um, uh, I wasn't sure about that that little stat, but that's interesting. I mean, uh, he's a top 100 opponent, so it's in fact, he's a top 70 opponent. Yeah. I think he's ranked 67 in the world. Yeah, so... and he's playing very, very, very good, very well in the, in recent months. Um, in recent period is, uh, I think, uh, two, two very good tests uh, with Lestien and Halis also because they are two very different players. Um, and so it's been good to, to start his season against two, these two opponents. And now we have to, to watch him against um, in higher, higher um, I don't know, um, more difficult tests. Um, I've got a question here regarding Puno, actually, and I think that's from Nick. Um, I'll be honest with you, probably of all the tournaments going on now, the one in India I've paid least attention to. I know Karatsev went through. There was actually a match still taking place as we went live. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know how that's panned out. I know that it went to a tiebreak. Let's get some of the scores up, actually, on the screen. Bonzi's uh, up 7-6-3-1 against okay. Greenwich. So that's yet to finish because, of course, in India right now, the time will be sort of late evening, if you like. Yeah. Uh, von der Zanschlup is through, uh, and as I mentioned, Karatsev too as well, just win, uh, with just losing three games against Martinez. Okay, so Bonzi uh, looks like he's on course, although things can change there against Krajinovic, and that would be a good win, obviously, with Krajinovic ranked or seeded six, I should say. Uh, Botic, yeah, my, Bonzi my... has uh, also, also beaten Rusuwari. Uh, okay. In straight set six one seven five, which is a very very good score against a, a great player because uh, he's a dangerous player in this kind of of courts. So yeah, mm, he's having a very very good week. Yeah. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, uh, and of course, uh, with going live at this particular time, I was trying to get all the scores in and done for that little reel at the beginning uh, and of course, this was one match that basically when you've got tournaments going on in, in India, Australia and New Zealand and you're, yeah. you're based in Europe, uh, it's 24-7. There's just I think there's, there might be a sweet spot in about one hour from now, two hours from now, where there won't be any tennis happening, let's say, on the planet. And we can just uh, we can we can maybe do one of those reels. But but 5 p.m. I think suited uh, Mario and I as well in terms of this show. So. Hope you don't mind that we we're not quite covering every single match, but we're doing our best. Um, okay, listen, uh, India uh, tick, uh, injuries tick. Let's uh, get back to the court though in Auckland, actually, where I know Venus was in action. Um, she won the first set, but ended up going out. Uh, she's got a wild card, of course, for the Australian Open. Yeah, I know she some... served. She served for it. Uh, oh, she Venus. served for the match. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not wrong, five four in the third, five four in the third. I think she served. Oh, okay, it. so she, yes, I can see this now. Yeah, when was a bit of an epic actually, three hours, um, almost three hours. Uh, six three, winning the first set, two six second, and then oh, okay, she was seven four five four. Someone of her caliber and, and experience may well have yeah, expected this, to see that. This out. Venus is uh, is an interesting girl, I have to say. This Venus Williams. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, pretty interesting. Mm, I'm looking forward to see her more in the future. Good. <laughs> okay. Yes. The, yes. This young, this young whippersnapper, Venus Williams. Yes. She's she's going to go far in this tournament, this sport. I'm sure you're right. Okay. Listen. Uh, sorry. It's, uh, 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 the lack of sleep uh, means that sometimes your your humor uh, escapes me. But I got it in the end. That's the most important. Azarenka, you're showing Azarenka score. Uh, yes, she, she won. Very, some... very nice win. Very nice, very comfortable, yeah. Uh, straight sets, Angebeau winning in straight sets as well. Oh, by the way, Ostapenko, she was leading 3-1 in that match. I don't know if you knew, know. And then she went on to lose 11 games in a row. Emma, the, it's quite the same with Andreescu. The Romanian Tennis Association trolled Ostapenko. The official Romanian Tennis Association sent out a tweet, something along the lines of, you know, our girl was 3-1 down, but then she won 11 games in, the, in, in a row. And I don't know what was going on with her opponent. Uh, so the Romanian Tennis Association decided to troll Ostapenko. I don't know if there's yeah, any... Ostapenko is a bit unpredictable because she won 6-1, 6-3 yeah. against Pliskova. And then, uh, yeah, she had a very rough um, <laughs> rough match here. And But we, we've said also uh, of Andreescu playing Kudermetova. Uh, Andreescu was four love up and lost the 6-4-6 love. Uh, it was a bit of, I, I don't know, shocking. Um, even because, you know, I, I didn't think about, uh, yeah, Kudermetova is a very, very solid player. And I think probably she would have been favorite anyway against this Bianca Andreescu. But it was a bit, a bit concerning and strange to to see her losing twelve games in a row after being up for love in the first set. Um, mm. Three one in the first set and then lost eleven in, the, in a row, I think. Ostapenko. Yeah. And now I'm, to- I'm talking about Andrescu. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who was f- four for love up against yeah. Kudermetova and lost six four six love. Yeah, that's really strange. Uh, so yeah. Um, Sometimes I don't know how to, what to say because it, it's strange. It's really strange when a player starts so well and then suddenly uh, lost the plot. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm, I, I'm just hoping to, to find her um, soon higher in the ranking because she, she's able to do amazing things. Um, so I hope that she can improve uh, during this season. Um, but yeah, Kudermetova is very, very solid player, and I think she's gonna stay there even in 2023. Yes, uh, I understand that as well. Okay, anything else to add uh, in terms of Auckland? Um, uh, speaking about Auckland, uh, I think that Golf is doing, uh, yeah, Golf is doing very well uh, in Auckland. Um, yes, Lois Stephens had a rough tournament. Uh, she was second seed and she lost against Rebecca Ma- Masarova. Okay. The Spanish girl. Um, yeah, she lost in straight sets. It was a very flat match uh, from her. Um, yeah, it's a quite a strange event also because, um, because of the weather and all, all this stuff. Uh, so it's it's not so easy also to to understand. Um, yeah, Fernandez. Yeah, was very very good. She she lost I think three games in two matches oh, in wow. her first two matches in uh, yeah because she played against Brenda Fruvirtova, fifteen years old, 
uh, girl and she okay. won to 6-1-6-1, yeah. Um, so yeah, she's playing, she's playing very well. Mm. And nothing, uh, speaking about women tennis, that uh, also in Adelaide we are seeing uh, Sabalenka did great. Um, coming coming back from 1-5 down and beating Samsonova in straight sets. Uh, Samsonova is also a very, very scary player. Uh, I, I've seen her playing um, during last season uh, in some tournaments and she's very, very... She can do great things on court. Um, so it's pretty good from Sabalenka considering also how... Um, how bad she started the season in 2022. Um, she's serving better. Um, I think that it's, it's been a very, very good first match and also from Mons Jabber um, today because after uh, a first set with a, with a lot of ups and downs, but then she, she found herself and considering also it was uh, her first match playing uh, obviously an experienced girl like Kirstea. And so, yeah. Um, very convincing start also from from her. Mm. For me, it's really difficult to know and say, I mean, like like take the result there that we just highlighted from um from Fernandez, because sometimes we see with with uh, with these players that they, they they thrash a player one day and then they get thrashed themselves the next, as we saw with Ostapenko, for example. Um, but I, I, listen, I would there's there's very few things in tennis that I would like to see more than a return to form of, of Leila Fernandez. And, uh, you know, she's one of those. It's kind of interesting that both her and Emma Raducanu since that Oz, since that U.S. Open final probably had a very similar kind of trajectory. Um, and I would love to see one or both come back. Go on, Mario. Yeah, even if at least uh, Leila Fernandez won the title in Monterrey, reached the quarterfinals yeah. in uh, Roland Garros. Mm, yeah, true. Is, that was a, uh, that was a good one in Roland Garros. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's still a Grand Slam quarterfinal. So uh, I think that uh, at least um, Fernandez in some. And then weeks... she got injured. She was injured as well for Wimbledon. Yeah, and I think yeah, she, she came back in. just in yeah. time for the. Did she make it back for the US Open? I think she did, but. Um... Yeah. yeah, but yeah, clearly she was not so 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 ready. At least Fernandez in some weeks, uh, she mm, she showed uh, very very good things. Um... <laughs> Gary's so given me Gary gives me grief over my pronunciation. And by the way, for sure, when it comes to Asian names and Eastern European names, it's, it's not a a strong suit, but I, I do okay with the British names, and I've got Ghosty, all right. I can get Ghosty down. Um, Gerulitis, by the way, it's it's a hard G because um, that name is, I think, uh, Lithuanian of Lithuanian descent, and a Lithuanian friend of mine said it's Gerulitis. So I've got that one anyway. Anyway, listen, Mario, sorry, I've, I've stopped yeah. you in your tracks there. We were talking about tennis, and I went down a, a different route with pronunciation, <laughs> but. Okay, listen, I, uh, Adelaide, I think, tick. Auckland, tick. Um, let's just have a quick one more glance at Adelaide on the men's side because uh, Djokovic will be playing Shapovalov um, because Shapovalov managed to uh, win his match uh, against the qualifier in straight sets. Uh, Sebi Korda beat uh, Bautista Good. I think that's a very good win for, for yeah. Sebi, um, who, by the way, talking of making mistakes with names, 
I often call him Peter, which is his father's name, although I believe in the Czech Republic they say better. Um, but I, I need to get that right and say Sebi. Uh, but that's a good win for him. And I know that one or two of the members of the Talking Tennis community are very big on Sebi Corda. Some even think that he has the potential to become the number one ranked player in the U.S. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are very big on, on, on Sebi. Uh, I think too, to be honest, because uh, I also watched him live. I remember playing in Paris Master 2021 against Medvedev. Um, and I, I've been really impressed watching him playing live. And uh, I think he just has to, um, to do a, another little step. Uh, being a, a little bit more consistent, but yeah, he's able to do great things and uh, he's showing it. Um, I think that he's all is also uh, ended 2022 quite strongly, reaching uh, reaching the final. Uh, I remember he he was in the final in Guion, uh, for example. Um, I think that he has the potential to to be higher in the ranking and at least i don't know i expect him to be seated in the slams very soon uh, to be honest because i think he has all the potential to be to be in 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 that range of players um i can see him growing uh, and and growing and i'm i'm waiting for for him um so i'm i'm looking forward because it's a bit of a time that I'm uh, I'm waiting for him to um, uh, to grow him and to do this step. He's a, a bit waiting, probably too much time, um, as I was expecting. Uh, but yeah, I think he obviously is still very young, so he has a lot of time, and probably some players need to um, has a different growth. Uh, than other players, so I think that he has all all the potential to um, to grow, to still grow a lot uh, and develop a lot as a player. Okay, fair enough. I was fortunate enough to come across uh, Sebi Corda last year uh, on the streets of South of France, and he had lots and lots of soft drinks, very good, at least not alcoholic, but loads and loads of bags of chips, or as we would call them in the UK, crisps. Uh, so maybe he needs to take care with them, but he's a very thin guy. I don't think he's going to be putting on too many uh, kilos, and at least he was not partying it away in the south of France. So Sebi Corda, big things predicted of him, as I say, in 2023. I think I think Jack is is pretty big on him, among others. Uh, and as I say, some are even suggesting he might, you know, become US number one one day. Let's see if he fulfills that potential next year. Okay, I think it's time now to talk United Cup. Um, yeah. Let's talk about what happened 36 hours ago. You told me there was a funny moment with the Italian team in that they were, that Trevi Sam was a bit confused about what she had to do. Yeah, a bit uh, all of them, honestly, because, uh, yeah, it was also because they were playing um, at the same time, all the teams, so uh, every result was changing. Um, so, yeah, but to answer to some, some people who who were like um, like saying on oh Italian uh, through through the doubles away because they lost uh, pretty roughly um, no <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure that they they didn't do that because they they also were not sure uh, about <laughs> um, what they needed to do 
uh, in order to qualify if they if they they were sure to be uh, to be the best loser team um so yeah uh, it was um it was a bit strange it was a total mess i have to say <laughs> yeah and it's true um because when also the players involved in the event don't don't exactly know what they need to do uh it means that um, it's a bit of a mess as a as a format to be honest i have to say that i i have enjoyed it um but you know for example i have to say that in that moment i wasn't working but if probably i was working uh, on some um, in that moment on my websites etc probably i would i <laughs> i w- i would be would be met uh, with all these things because uh, it was a lot to um, uh, to take in mind how sets how many sets win won lost uh, the percentage uh, so yeah some things are so easy but we need to yeah to make them so so complex at least at least we have uh, we had the um, the deciding doubles in the end of the day that was still uh, still important to determine the the quality yes. qualified yes. teams and that's yeah. and that's a lucky thing because uh, um this double italian doubles was also important for poland because if poland uh, losing the tie uh, they would have been out uh, mm-hmm. but then also between croatia and greece um it was very very interesting because the winning team uh, in the semifinals and the loser team at home okay listen i am looking forward to the semifinals but it's probably it's probably the one round i'm looking for i've been looking forward to the most because at least there is some clarity i know exactly what's happening we've not got we've not got countries who are already out having only played one match we've yeah. not got countries that have played two matches when other countries haven't played any we've not got dead rubber at least not yet we've not got any dead rubber um doubles action happening if you like and and that won't happen because if you do lose the tie now at th- say you lose the yeah. first three matches they won't play the final two uh, so we don't have any of that. We also really, if we're honest, we're looking at the first probably couple of days action and we're just thinking about certain individuals. How ready are they? How are they doing? Oh, my goodness me. Taylor Fritz looks like he could win the Aussie Open. Oh, um, Cam Norrie looks like he's in a good Cam situation. Cam Norrie. Yeah, exactly. Our favorite Cam Norrie. Taylor. Oh, and he beat, he beat Taylor Fritz. I mean, it didn't matter in the end because Great Britain went out, but he beat Taylor Fritz in that epic uh yeah, you know rivalry that's, that's and developing. now they are six all so six the all, is, exactly the Listen, rivalry talk, is very talking, tight talking tennis will be a part of history in about a hundred years from now but those two guys will still be uh battling it out for supremacy probably at 63 63 in the head-to-head um but listen uh by the way my tip as well the united states still looking pretty good i mean by yeah. the way tell fritz that'd be a bit i didn't see the match events cam no but that'll be a disappointing result i did see um i know it's a 36 hours ago or so i did watch um katie swan against um madison keys, madison keys which for which was an exciting match. Uh, yeah. Britain got the first set. Um, I, I I did say that I had some frustrations with the commentary because I think they did it was a bit too much friendliness between the the British commentators 
and the the British team, if you like. And and I rather probably have a bit more objectivity from the um, from the commentators. I know that they all have friends and and same nationalities. I understand, but I think you can still try and remain a bit more objective than some of those guys were. Uh, some of those commentators were. But listen, uh, Britain did pretty well, I would say, considering um, if it's okay to say the talent at their disposal and and against the US, which is my tip to win yeah. the tournament. I think the US were always. It, but again, they probably needed to win that first match. I think I mentioned how Cam Norrie has to beat Taylor Fritz, and he did. Yeah. But you probably also need someone else like that one as well to come through. Once once Madison Keys got back into the match, because to be honest with you, the first sort of 10 games there was loads of breaks uh, yeah. and it, it was yeah. exciting by the way and, and and but you I just felt as though um Katie Swan was sort of redlining and that her peak was there but it could easily you know not continue that way and yeah, Madison Chappell, Keys Chappell's been great to come back against Dan Evans because he was down a set in the break um, and Evans was was playing a very very good tennis um, but Chappell yeah um, it was a great comeback uh, because yeah, uh, Evans probably dropped his level a little, a little bit, but uh, he didn't end playing bad. Um, so Tiafo did a great job, even because in the doubles you you never know what's gonna happen. Uh, and I think that um, Team Great Britain uh, would have had a, a very strong team because Dan Evans, for example, can play very very well in doubles. Um, yeah, so I think that um, that's been um, a great turning point. Um, probably I think that we have two exciting semifinals because I think that probably Poland and United States are the two strongest teams among the four. Um, and so, uh, yeah, um, so I think probably we should have two, two very exciting semi-finals um i don't know probably united states and greece a little bit up i don't know mm, i think it's quite even uh also on paper but i don't know i think that probably usa and uh, uh, and greece uh, maria sakar is playing unbelievable is playing yeah a, yeah a, a great doubles uh she yeah. played she, she she's been the MVP of the doubles, uh, and she's she also said it. <laughs> she recognized she played very very well in the doubles. Um, <laughs> for example, I I saw a lot of rallies um, with backhand. Um, she's very strong in the backhand side. It's very difficult to um, to make her uh, coming back on the court. Uh, Goya wasn't able to do it. Um, so yeah, um, uh, and she served very, very well. Um, uh, they looked so focused, as I said in, mm. in the last episodes. Uh, they look so so focused because, um, they, they know they are aware about this, this great chance they got having this mixed competition. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Yeah, uh, Gene, I do agree. I'm just edging towards the US, but uh, that could I easily so. go. That that could easily go either way. I mean, if if Hercatch, uh wins his match, I guess that's the that's the big singles encounter really to look out for. You'd you'd expect whoever Sviontek plays, uh, Pagula or Keys, you'd probably think Sviontek would 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 win that. But you know that she can always lose a match as anyone can. But uh, it's probably all about whether uh, Hercatch can win his singles, and then if he does that, then they're in a great position. Um, but I did tip the US at the beginning, so I guess I'll have to stick with that, and, and I'm fine with that. Uh, but yeah, just back to Sakri, of course, uh, I think. It, it, playing for Greece and being Greek is something that she talks about a lot. Uh, she's a uh, very proud uh, Greek. And uh, yeah. I think she's dating the son of the, the prime minister there as well, which probably just adds to it all too. I didn't um, know it. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but look at the way I love the way in this picture, City passes is looking at her in admiration. Look at this little admiration there from, from City cried a little bit in the end. Yeah. And by the way, um, I think uh, there was a question and answer thing where they were asked what would they like to have from their from their um, uh, from their from their partner. You know, what what talent would you like to have? And what 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 uh, characteristic? I think Sakari predictably went for Sitsipas's forehand, and I can't remember uh, if if Sakari said, "Oh, I know, I know, Sitsipas." Sitsipas said returns, and she had to guess. So she has to guess, and she says backhand. But actually, yeah. he says returns, which he said the reason he went for the return from Sakari is because she pulled off an amazing return that particular day, I think, or the previous day. And they joked about that. And, and they, they'd had a joke on court at the time about, wow, I wish I had your 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 returns. But maybe there's an element of truth in it, because I I know a lot of people talk about Sitsipas's backhand, but actually there are good days. The backhand has good days and yeah. good moments. I'm not Against, sure. Uh... I, uh, in the last Rafa. match. Well, I remember uh, against Rafa in 2021 as well. It was unbelievable. And probably yeah, during yeah, that, that but, year. Uh, more recently, in the last match against Borna Cioric in the third okay. set, um, that was the key to come back. Uh, okay. Because she, uh, she, he, um, he's been able to, to play very, very well um, on the backhand side. And so did in that famous semifinal in Bercy against Djokovic. Um, okay. And Obviously, it helps a lot uh, when he's able to uh, to produce some some. <laughs> you know who that is. What, one one point to everybody in the live chat, if you know who this guy is, because I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, no, I listen. It's just for me, it's the returns, Mario. It's the returns that is that don't have good days, or they don't have many yeah, good days. No, that's right. That's right. So the the backhand has good days, and they they it's there. It's obviously you know always. I always feel a yeah. bit more nervous about the one handed backhand, but it does, and and it does have good days. Whereas the returns uh, don't very often have it. But yeah, one point for anyone in the live chat who knows who that person I was circling. Uh, if you don't get it in the next minute or two, I will tell you. Yes, very good, Nick. Although I, interestingly, Nick's not going to say his surname for the same reason that I wouldn't probably write, like to write it out. Uh, Mark Philippoussis is, is, by the way, who I'm referring to. Uh, but I don't want to be spelling that out either because my spelling is nearly as bad as my pronunciation. Um, okay. Uh, listen, uh, who have we missed? You know, I think we've got the three city finals. We've obviously now got the the semifinals set. So we've got Poland against... And all of these matches now are taking place in Sydney. Um, I did think, by the way, that... The, the one or two players that have gone out, whether it be in Adelaide or whether it be in Canberra, there's been a tournament in Canberra, a challenger tournament, and I interviewed uh, Liam Brodie's 
uh, coach earlier today uh, about, unfortunately, Liam Buddy went out. But the topic being that actually there can be a blessing in disguise. And so this includes players like Rafa Nadal, Paolo Badoso as well. At least now they're in Melbourne. They're in Melbourne and they're getting ready. Yeah. Uh, Liam Brody as well. He'll have, his, he'll have his qualifiers on Monday or Tuesday. So whereas he could have been playing on Friday and Saturday if he progressed in, in Canberra. Uh, and even the guys in Sydney, you know, they're going to be getting to Melbourne a couple of days later and the ones in Adelaide as well, the further they progress. So I, I don't think it'll make a big difference, but you never know. One, 0.01%. And for somebody like Brody, I think that could be quite useful of him for him getting to Melbourne in time for his potential qualifier on Monday or yep. Tuesday next week. So there is some uh, some cloud to that. But these guys, these guys in the team tournament, you just don't know how much... For example, with Zachary in particular, but perhaps also Sitsapusis and maybe even Sitsapusis. I've got the names <laughs> on the brain. This is not enough sleep, ladies and gentlemen. Sitsipas, not Philippusis. He retired a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, Sitsipas. You don't know. Maybe this might, you know, exhaust them mentally and physically. But I mean, obviously, they're going to be playing until Sunday. So they probably won't get to Melbourne until Monday. Maybe they'll be practicing from Tuesday onwards. Um, yeah, they still yeah. have they still have a week to um, yeah yeah it's not too off. bad mm, but we we yeah. have seen we have seen some players playing a 250 i think pretty much the week before i remember dan evans a couple of years ago doing so and winning a 250 kokinakis of course who was in action today against yeah. against your friend sanic yannick sino i remember him winning a, a 250 and both went out in the first round now i know that's a week later so so um yeah so, even yeah. If, for example for example Casper Ruud played the week before uh, Roland Garros and then ended reaching the final so yeah i i don't know it it depends a little bit um yeah, I know we are talking probably a guy among the top two, three on clay, so probably not a big deal for him to to do so. But um, it's different uh, body to, from body to body, and from also how a player is used to do. Um, I don't know. It's it's difficult because um, everyone is different, so. Uh, I think that probably the most uh, useful thing is to have a week a week off in Melbourne to practice and to to be used to the courts and to um, to prepare very well to to the Grand Slam. But you never know. Um, sometimes, for example, it's also useful to uh, to gain confidence. And so, if you if you don't have confidence, it can be good to play the week before a Grand Slam and probably reaching a final. And so, having a, a, a boost of confidence before the Grand Slam. Um, it depends how how everyone minds work. Um, yeah, about Sinner. Yeah, he he looked good. Yeah, it was a, a high-quality match, I have to say. Kokinakis played a, a good match. Um, he still has the other week because he won Adelaide 2. So the 250 points, I think, that um, don't drop this week. But he reached the semi-final uh, in the Adelaide 1. He needs to, to stay in the top 100. Um, so there are important weeks for uh, for him. Mm. Um but good for Yannis Sinner. He has a chance. Uh, now he has to play Sebastian Corda. I think that in the head-to-head, he, he, he's been good. Um, and it's an interesting match <laughs> because uh, both played uh, played well. 
uh, in these two first matches of their season. Um, and let's see. Uh, I think they both need uh, that confidence, that boost of confidence, uh, which I was mentioning before. Um, so we've yeah. got, we've got, uh, if I understand correctly, we've got Djokovic, Shapovalov. We've yeah. got uh, Sinner against uh, Korda. Uh, yeah. Medvedev, who's he playing in the quarterfinals? Do you know? Uh, Kachanov in the okay. higher in the. Um, in a higher part of the draw. So the winner of the Medvedev match will face the winner of Djokovic's match. Okay. So potential um, semi-final there between Medvedev and, and, and Djokovic. And then we have Sinner, Korda, Popirin and Nishioka in the bottom half of the draw. Okay. So, so Sinner might be thinking there's a potential final here. Yeah. I think yeah. she she has she has a good chance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's it's important for him because uh, you know he he's a guy with a great with a great potential. He is a strong team because he is with Darren Kale, uh, also with the, the Italian Simone Vagnozzi, who is uh, who has worked very very well in the past. Um, also with uh, with other players like Chakinato. Um I think that he can do something something very very good uh, this season. And starting well uh, always helps. <laughs> always helps you to uh, to get in the in, on the right uh, on the right path on the right form to to reach your goal and to start well in Australia. He defends the quarterfinals there. Um, so yeah, Tsitsipas could end his week being number two in the world. Okay, so Tsitsipas could overtake Nadal. Uh, Tsitsipas act, uh, is currently number four. If he wins tomorrow, he'll be number three over Rude. Mm-hmm. Even if we know that Rude has zero to defend in Australian Open and Tsitsipas semi-final, but yeah. Uh, and if he wins both matches against Berrettini and in the final, he he could end as number two, and it could be a, a higher best ranking for him because he'd never been in the top two before. Um, so yeah, let's see that this United Cup is also important with this uh, with the points at stake and all these things. For example, Nadal played and gained zero points, while City Pass is gaining a lot of points. Um, I know that you also have to be lucky because uh, sometimes it doesn't depend. For example, Nori played unbelievable in this United Cup, but he uh, he can't um, he can't add points anymore um, because his team is out. Uh, so you have to be lucky. But if you if you're good enough to to beat some some top ten players and stuff like that, it, you can. You can be a very, very important. For example, Musetti will break the top twenty. Okay. Next week, uh, number nineteen or number twelve, if Kachanov uh, does a great result, but still a, a great milestone. So we're gonna have three Italians in the top twenty. Think if it's never happened before. I think mm. most probably mm. yes. Um, so yeah, it's pretty important because um, next ranking uh, will define the Australian Open seeding. Yes. Yeah. yeah, because tournaments uh, next week, such as Adelaide 2, won't, won't count. Is that right? 
Yeah, for, uh, I'd like to know. Um, so, for example, being the number 12 seed can be important because if you are the number 12 in the world, you avoid in round four uh, the top four of seeding, even if we don't know who is stronger because, you know, we have Djokovic number five, uh, last year finalist Medvedev, which is also six, seven. So it's quite strange to do, to think. Uh, I don't like talk about the draws, even because yeah. players can flop. <laughs> so, yeah, so then you you do a lot of talking, and then probably it's not it's not like you you have imagined uh, when the draw is out. Yeah, Berrettini has a shot, uh, and also Sinner and Nori, uh, who is currently number twelve. I'm seeing okay. the watching the the question we received. Yeah, yeah, I see it from Nick. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, listen, I'm just going to go back and share this screen before we before we bring the show yeah. to a close. Uh, we've got a few uh, matches that I want to just touch upon, or, or tournaments at least, to give us a, a roundup. This is in Auckland, by the way. Uh, we've got Coco Goff there in action, amongst others. Uh, Leila Fernandez over there as well. Good to see Mukova as well doing well. I remember seeing her at the yeah. French Open. Uh, really played very very well. Like, against I think it was Maria Sacchi last okay. year um but then she got injured so that sort of unfortunately scuppered her chances but maybe Fernandez may well be fancying her chances there I mean maybe Coco Goff too I mean those two other standout names for me uh yeah, so that'll um, that'll be interesting the 250 rules are quite mind-blowing in WTA because a top 10 can play only twice in a year and only one oh, top yeah. 10 can be can be in the draw of 250, um, and that's the reason why we have some 500 draws. Like uh, next week in um, in Adelaide, uh, we're gonna have the top four ranked player uh, if no one uh, pulls out. Um, so Iga's gonna play United Cup potentially until the final. Then she's gonna play uh, Adelaide too. Yeah, probably. I don't know if probably she she's gonna. Pull, pull, pull off, but um, she might do. Yeah. Till now, she's in. She's in the list. Um, by the way, yeah, Kokogov has, has a great, uh, great chance. But yeah, I'm thinking that Leila Fernandez can can need this confidence before the Australian Open because uh, having had a difficult end of the year. Um, also due to, to that injury suffered in Roland Garros she she lost a little bit of time um, she had there also a good chance and so yeah I think that um, who knows who knows if Leila can win it all <laughs> yeah she might be able to uh, uh back to the men adelaide one we did touch on that earlier adelaide one for both the men and the women actually uh sabalenka there against yeah, i think Kusova. it's ons ons uh against kostyuk there okay uh okay. you mean ons gets to the final yeah no yeah i was talking about the order of play that's tbd uh, oh, I against... see yeah to be decided yeah 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 it's on oh, yeah, I, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, she's on yeah, that's um, that's, that's And Zarenka is a good. Um, yeah, Noskova is playing great tennis. Um, so I'm interested in that match, uh, Noskova Azarenka. Um, it's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's interesting because Azarenka played... Uh, Kim Wen didn't play a great match. Not one to remember. Uh, but Azarenka, especially in the first set, he, she did... Uh, um, really a great job and I wasn't expecting this because uh, her first match against uh, Kalinina was uh, um, quite average I have to say even if she she was able to step up in the important moments uh, but no today she, she played a very great match um, um, yes yeah, so there are interesting things to, to watch in this event Definitely. Uh, one thing that uh, won't be interesting to watch if, if you're Dan, uh, if you're Denis Shapovalov, is that head-to-head record against Novak Djokovic. Um, right. Even if if you look the, the last meetings, um, I think the sets were all very close. Um, Wimbledon was the last time they played each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. All, we, all the sets were close. Yes, it's true. Six, seven, five, seven, five. Yeah. Yeah, and to be honest, I remember that Shapovalov was was really playing better. Um, yep. He was for a certain half. You know, <laughs> you know what happened usually against Novak Djokovic. So, yeah, that was um, pretty, pretty, pretty rough. Um, for example, in uh, so 2020 ATP Cup, uh, Shapovalov wa- uh, was very close too. Uh, we will see. But, yeah, they had to add this... Till now, it's very, very one-sided. Indeed, indeed. Uh, um, and Kachanov didn't don't uh, don't play each other since 2019. Who haven't played since 2019? Sorry. No, and Kachanov lost his last 21 matches against the top 10 players. Okay. Winning wow. just six sets. Wow. Um, yeah, it's it's quite weird because in 2018 she won a master, beating Djokovic, who was in goat mode because uh, he won the last two Grand Slam uh, of the 2018. Uh, then, yeah, he after after that match against Medvedev in the semifinals in the Canada Masters 2019, he always lost against top ten players. Mm. I wonder when the the curse will be broken. <laughs> let's yeah. see if it's in the next 24 hours or so. Uh, let's see if that curse is broken. There's a nice uh, little caption as well for the women's semis. A bit easier to compute. And they, as you said, Angebeur will be playing uh, against Kostyuk. Um, probably last on, I would have thought, or towards the end of the day in Adelaide. Um, but that looks a fairly uh, a competitive uh, lineup. Well, obviously, Von Drusseva, didn't she get to the French Open final a couple of years ago, I think? <laughs> Um, uh, but she's kind of disappeared since then. Uh, Sabalenka, Jabur, as well as we said, uh, Kostuk and all eyes as well are off non Azarenka, understandably. So that brings us then finally back to our lovely, beloved United yeah. Cup. Uh, some really, really interesting matches here, as far as I'm concerned. Sviontek Pagula, uh, which I think will be first on uh, on Ken Rosewell. Yep. Uh, you know, let's say Sviontek wins that. 
Tiafo wins his against uh, Mikalski. So that will be very interesting. I guess these semifinals are going to be over two days, are they? Will they? Do yeah, the- over two days because they they play in the same venue, so yeah, uh, they can't they they divide the the stadium. One uh, that two makes teams sense. That's fine. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then Sunday, yeah, exactly. In Sunday, all the, the the complete final. Yeah. So and no probably, mixed up, no mixed doubles also, no mixed doubles tonight. No. Cool. Um, Trevi San. Oh, by the way, I'm having a lot of fun watching Trevi San. <laughs> yeah, she, she's a gritty player. Mm, she always brings a lot of herself on the court. Um, Trevisan, by the way, beat Sakari when she reached the quarterfinals in 2020 Roland Garros. Um, so, yeah, I know different conditions. Sakari has improved a lot since then. Uh, it must be said. Um, so it should be at least, I think, um, but I think that Trevisan has has something to say in this match. Uh, in the second set against Sviontek, she played a, a great a great tennis in the second set. Uh, it's been a 6-4, uh, lasted over an hour. Um, so, yeah, she, she's finding his uh, her, uh, her form, uh, I have to say. I don't know. Then first match of the tie, so... Who knows? But I think Sakari is not going to be beaten. Sakari is not going to be beaten. There you go. You heard it here first. So who's going through to the final? Uh, USA and Greece. Oh, you're going against Italy then in that 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 um, that match. Uh, oh. I I'm I'm seeing something special in the Greek team. I have okay. to say this. Uh, so yeah, I know that probably two matches on paper are for Italy. Um, then I don't know. City pass Berrettini is quite important for it's not quite. It's very very important for City pass especially. Um, but I think Team Greece has has something to say till the end in this United Cup. Even if I think that USA has the clear, stronger team. Mm, yeah. Because if uh, if Pegula does, uh, doesn't play good tennis, there's Madison Keys. And if Fritz is uh, so-so, there's Francis Tiafo uh, playing as number two. And it's important because as a number two singles player, he's quite unbeatable. Uh, for example, I can't see him losing against Mikalski. Uh, I can be wrong, but <laughs> I um, I clearly don't think so. Um, so yeah, I think that USA, uh, but I think that both can end up uh, very very um, tight ties. Um, but I think that I these are the two teams uh, who will yeah. Keith lose to lost to Lynette at Billie Jean King Cup, as someone is pointing, uh, and they're gonna face each other again. Um, yeah, uh, Lynette is playing also amazing tennis. Mm, I don't know. I'm. I think that USA is gonna be favorite. Fair enough. 
Uh, on that note, I would like to remind many people uh, who are joining us uh, maybe for the first time today, make sure you hit that subscribe button and also the notification bell so you don't miss out on episodes like today, which we do. We're doing pretty much every day at the moment and we'll continue probably until the end of the month with, with so much going on. Um, we'll be doing huge mammoth marathon uh, live events throughout the Australian Open uh, from, from dusk till dawn. Uh, exactly. And it will be dust till dawn and it'll probably go beyond dawn actually through to lunchtime, Europe, Central European time or whatever. So we'll be doing all that. Uh, we'll hopefully be getting a bit of sleep in between, but make sure you come and join us. Uh, make sure you hit that like button. If you are watching after the event retrospectively, make sure you get in the comment section below and let us know what you think, uh, on any of the action that we've spoken about, some of our predictions as well. Mario, uh, thank you for stopping by. Thank you. It's, it was enjoying, enjoyed as always. Yes. Uh, I will leave us with a couple of videos uh, as well to play us out. Uh, one of just a little uh, rundown on the results from the last sort of 36 hours or so. Uh, so hopefully you enjoy that little loop that I've put together. And uh, once again, I'm just going to say thank you very much. Uh, grazie mille. Grazie mille. <laughs> you, you're going to teach me uh, some some german words <laughs> i'll teach you some german in, in a week or two when you're here i think i think you're going to be here nine ten days away i think something like that Su sunday sunday yeah. next week anyway okay and by the way we've got damien is going to be here too he's he arrives on the saturday i believe so um that'll be live from my living room uh for the first week of the australian open and that's something to look forward to as well so make sure you hit that subscribe button uh as well okay listen also to the audience Thank you for stopping by. There was a lovely interview I did with uh, Liam Brody's coach earlier, albeit that Brody lost his uh, Challenger event uh, in Canberra. But uh, that was a good interview. So make sure you check out that from early today. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So I'll leave you with this little video and uh, ciao. <laughs>
enjoyed this video, make sure you hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss out on all things tennis. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.